Hello, constant listener. If you enjoy this episode, please leave a review on iTunes, reach out to me on Twitter, or come visit me at my website, coppershock.com. It's been a while since we've met. Now we are in the midst of winter. Branches stretch from trees, bony and sharp. The morning air is darker and icy as it bites you when you inhale. It's crisp. And this is the time of year when my stories are the best kind. However, this time I have a treat for you. A new telling of a classic tale. You know them as urban legends. Of course, not to be mixed up with creepy pastas. Creepypastas have a free form of writing, often with a supernatural undertone. Slenderman, The Rake, Candle Cove, all are common tales you may know. But even more so are urban legends. These rather take the form of, well, Jenny's friend from another school said that her uncle's last girlfriend once was waiting at a bus stop and she overheard this story of a woman sitting two benches over where, oh, well, I suppose you get the idea. They are tales that, well, could bear any semblance of happening to anyone, even you. In that, it makes it terrifying. But these are tales that have been passed down for decades, some even dating back to the 1960s. But our anecdotes tonight are told from their actual points of view. You'll be standing by them as it all unfolds. As you listen, stop to look around your own darkly lit room and wonder, could it happen to me? Have I locked the door? I'm Tasha Wheelhouse, and this is Copper Shock. I do miss him, but the thing that bothers me the most is the way he died. I remember that night clearly. He looked over to me with that beautiful smile. The one I'd noticed weeks ago when he moved into town from Indiana. Friends with me decided that dating the new guy was risky, but I didn't care. Kaylin was very sweet to me at school, and we were now here on our first date listening to a live open mic night. We didn't know any of these people, but Kaylin loved indie bands like this, and asked me to come with them. I was excited to say anything else other than yes. The band strummed their riffs in a soothing pattern, and Kaylin put his arm around me. I smiled and then leaned into him. It was going to be a night unlike any other. After the bands were done, Kaylin asked me where's the best place to find a view in this town. I said Elder's Peak. That would be a good one. It's tricky to find the road that takes you to the top, but felt confident that I could direct him from memory. We got into his car and then went. I listened to his radio station. More indie music of a sort. Which way do we go again? Kaylin asked me. I think it's another ride up here, I answered. His car gave a little tug and buck as we turned the way. Aw, oh, man. Not cool, he said. What? I asked. Oh, well, the thing is, uh, the check engine light has been on for a while, but I haven't had the money to fix it just yet. Making the climb up the mountainside may have been a bad idea. I can feel this engine rattling really hard. We can turn back if you want, I said, placing my hand on his. He smiled and pressed the gas harder. The radio was dipping in and out now, but I noticed it had gone from playing music to someone speaking. 
noticed that Kaylin's headlights were flickering in and out a bit on the road, until the engine gave out entirely, and we rolled to a stop. Kaylin took out his phone, and I saw his face crumple in disappointment. I looked at my own phone, too, then said to Kaylin, I don't have a signal either. We're too far nestled into the canyon to get any reception. Even the radio was having trouble. I'm sorry, I've ruined the night for you, he impishly said as he looked over. Oh, well, it's okay. I mean, if there's anyone I'd rather be stuck with, I would have hoped it'd be you. I shyly looked down to my hands in my lap. I had basically told him in teen language that I loved him and I wanted his babies, even though it was the first date. But I then saw his hand reach over to mine and grab it. Me too, he said. I looked up to see his wide brown eyes coming closer and closer to mine. My heart was beating wildly. My first kiss. What was that? I asked. We both jumped as a long screech of scraping metal came from Kaylin's door, down the side to the back. Kaylin? Kaylin looked at me with a mirrored bewilderment. Neither of us could begin to guess what was happening. I can't see out these windows are too tinted. It's just some animal. I'll scare it off. Don't you dare get out of this car, I begged him. I became quiet and sat in my seat, crossing my arms. You stay put, okay? Although I wasn't okay with the idea of him leaving me alone in his car. He got out, then shut his door, and leaned down, smiling at me through the glass. He then walked over to a bushy area. I watched him for a bit. He looked down from bush to bush, and then something immediately caught his attention to his far left. I saw him turn and walk toward it. He was now behind a lot of trees, and I couldn't see him anymore. The forest was not threatening, a darkened shadow at every turn, but I leaned back and heard a thump on my door. As I leaned forward, I felt my eyes scan the forest line. Kalen ran up and pressed his face against my window, growling, and started to laugh at my scream. I got you good. You idiot! You scared me half to death. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. I think I found a nearby campsite. I'm going to walk over to see if I could use the radio or something. Hail the nearest ranger, right? I'll be back. Should I go with you? No, stay in the locked car. 
can't imagine what my dad would do to me if someone tried to jack it up because we left it on the side of the road. Besides, it's like you're in a locked room in there. No raccoons will get you. He made a face at me and started to walk into the distance again. Silence surrounded me. No radio, and I turned on my phone. Three percent battery left. I decided not to use it for the music in case I got reception later and needed to make a call. One of his doors wasn't sealed properly, so when the wind picked up, I'd hear a slight whistle through it. I decided to lay back in my seat and try to relax listening to the wind rocking the car. The branches rubbing together and swaying like dancing green giants in the night. I flew my eyes wide awake. What in the world was that? The thumping noise sounded like it was coming from all sides of my car. I stayed awake, trying to listen for any pattern, but there didn't seem to be any. I was going crazy. I stared intently at the side of the woods where I once saw him leave out of, waiting for him to come back. It must be starting to rain. I could hear occasional sprinkles of splat on the ceiling of the car. I hope he comes back soon. It wouldn't do for him to be lost out in the storm. The next morning, I woke up. I could still hear the wind in the door crack, the incessant thumping outside of the car, even still small drops of rain. I almost screamed at the knock on the window. A ranger was at my door. His brown uniform made me feel safe. But I looked behind him. There were an additional two cop cars. I heard him say through the window, Ma'am, please exit the car on this side and come with me. I scooted over to the driver's seat and opened the door. This is important. Only face forward as you walk away. I reactively turned about when I heard the noise of the thump, and the feeling left my body as I screamed. Caitlin's dead body hung on the branch above my car. A long metal hook dug into his stomach, dripping blood onto the hood. The thump, thump noise repeated as Caitlin's speech swung and bumped the roof of the car. Thank you for listening to Copper Shock today. This urban legend is traditionally known as The Hook. If you'd like to look this up, there are plenty of places online to find it. If you would like, please reach out to me over Twitter. My name is Copper underscore Shock. And uh, yeah, I hope to hear from you soon. I always love hearing from anybody who has a, you know, any kind of input they'd like to put toward the channel or stories that they'd like to submit. What I like to do often with stories that are submitted to me is take what your story is and then enhance it. Make the tail a little bit taller for you.